This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike Buckwheat Cohen. I am Matt Spanky, right? And together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Hey, horse faces. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I am, I can see that I am running on a delay again on mine, and I don't know why. It was catching up earlier, and now it's not. Oh, yeah? Yeah, weird. A delay between what we're doing and what they're seeing, though. A delay between what I'm doing and what UBS is picking up. OBS is picking up. Oh, good. Yes. Well. Hopefully that catches up. Um, I I mean, that's the best I got on that one. It'll do what it does. Yeah. Um so, uh, first and foremost, let me thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava that I'm drinking on today's show. And I would like to thank Kroger. Kroger. My purified water, because I can't find Zephyr Hills water in South Carolina. Which is sad. Bulavanaka. Bulavanaka. Uh, so, um... I heard a very touching news story today. It's it's, it's old. That's the only thing that kind of sucks about it. But uh, I, I, I just learned it. So, you know, it's new to me. But it's still touching? It's still touching. It's very touching. Okay. Um, there's a place in Florida that uh, there there's this uh, family, married couple, and they had a son who was, still is, uh, autistic, I believe. And he, um, one day they noticed that... Uh, while he was going through this book, he saw the Van Gogh painting Starry Night and he just stopped and he just stopped on it and he just really uh, liked looking at it. And then anytime that he started getting worked up or angry or anything like that, he would go back and he would just stare at this photo. So outside of their house, uh, they had like this white fence, separation fence between the road and them. And so they painted Starry Night on... The, on that fence they, re- oh, wow. they recreated it on that fence um, they had some professional artists come in and do it or something like that so they get a citation uh, <laughs> yep uh, they get a citation from um, uh, the city and the city right. the city was like no you can't do that because the color of your fence has to match the house and where most people would have accepted defeat at that point. Right. These people painted their house like starry night. Oh, so that it, oh, nice. So that it matched. Uh, and so the city 
not of course you know city's not liking to be beaten <laughs> by people using the system against them um they uh they said okay well uh now you violate some sort of city lawn uh city lawn sign ordinance and uh well they had to go through this long legal process in the end they got to keep their uh they got to keep their fencing up and they got to keep the um Every like the the house is still there, the fence is still right. there, and, and it's still painted. They ended up winning, and uh, they they're it's now apparently a tourist attraction somewhere here in Florida. Nice, yeah. So well, good. that's good. I mean, the fact that they even had to fight that is just about as dumb as hell. But my favorite part of it was it has to match the house, so then they painted the house <laughs> like Starry Night. I loved it. Yeah, that's actually kind of genius. I know. So. Yeah, no, I thought that was really really brilliant. Um, but. Yeah, somewhere here in Florida. So I I might take a day trip to go just take a look at it. So this is the yeah, that sounds good. This is the second uh, week in a row that we are opening with a story about someone doing interesting things to their house That's to right. uh, subvert the government. <laughs> uh, this is less violent than last time. Much less uh, violent than last but time, but equally heartwarming. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, thought that was a very fun and. Fun, fun, fun story to start out today. Heartwarming. Yeah, I like that. This one, I'm much, happy with that. Much more heartwarming. Much more heartwarming than anything else we're about to talk about. <laughs> uh, we, start, we start with wholesomeness and we just go downhill from there. Yeah, accurate. Um, so, interesting, interesting weekend here at the muddy, <laughs> at the muddied waters of freedom. Oh uh, yeah, muddy, muddied waters media had quite, quite the fun weekend. Um, so, uh, what? I, I can't even say what the big. Let's start Kanye. Yeah, I was gonna say. You, I I think chronological is the only way you can do this, right? Uh, I don't even know. So, if, I don't even know if this is like that's definitely. I, I don't even know if that's the earliest thing we're gonna talk about, but it, it's mo- the most fun. Yeah, because we're going from wholesome to fun, and then eventually we'll be right talking about uh. The He-Man Woman Haters Club. Yeah, um, the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Um, so, yeah, so Kanye West goes to uh, the White House uh, at the Oval Office and uh, has a, um, a gives an impassioned speech slash uh, manic fit uh, and talks about, uh, you know, bringing jobs to Chicago. I mean, talked a lot about a lot of positive stuff, jobs to Chicago and prison reform. Then he talked about, I believe, uh, that uh, they should have a solar-powered jet from Apple to replace that, Air Force One. The president should be riding around in style, and wouldn't this be great? Get rid of Air Force One. Jesus yeah, Kanye. yeah. So, so veered a little uh, from maybe his initial message, or maybe that was really what he wanted to talk about going in. But uh, so a lot of dragon energy uh, on display that that uh, that afternoon. But um, he had fun. Kanye had fun. Yeah, Kanye had a yeah. Kanye definitely had. Kanye had a good time, and anybody watching that, I think, had some. My my favorite thing of the entire thing is when Kanye lifted his phone up, and it went to the screen, and he put in his password, and Kanye's phone password is zero 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 zero. So what you could actually see him put in his password? Yeah. 
somebody he when he was on his big rant he was sitting there and he was going on and on and he started it was when he pulled up the picture of uh the solar powered airplane yeah, the plane right right yeah he, he's like you need to be riding around in something like this and he opens up his phone and like the the camera's right over his shoulder and he just puts in zero 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 nice and i was like wow kanye that's that's you're not even you didn't even try. Who does he care? He's Kanye West. He can do whatever he wants. Right. No, accurate. I'll give him that. But yeah, he, yeah. um, and some of the stuff he said was, he was out there. He was definitely, he was definitely out there. He's uh, Kanye West. Yeah. He's, there's nothing new there. But, uh, um, I mean, he get, he gets a lot of flack because he's, you know, he said he wanted to abolish the amendment that ended chattel slavery. Which, you know, granted, but, um, yeah, he, you know, he gets a lot of flack for the stuff that he says, but honestly, I'm just happy. Like, and I said this in the last episode, whenever anyone says anything that goes against what is the popular media narrative for what acceptable people are supposed to say, um, that makes me happy. I mean, so long as they're not, you know, obviously advocating for genocide or something like that. I mean, right. you know, something violent. So long as they're keeping, you know, with, you know, their idea of what they think, you know, is a good thing. And it goes against, you know, the polite narrative of what things are supposed to be. You know, you completely look now. It makes you take a second look at when he interrupted Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm on his side now with that. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm yeah. gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the Donald greatest, Trump is the greatest president, president of all time. time. <laughs> Don't worry, Obama. I'm gonna let you finish. But Donald Trump deserves this Nobel Peace Prize more. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, like he he jumped right like early on, uh, and big props to uh, Jim Brown sitting next to him. Somehow able to keep a straight face through a lot. Yeah, of I was going to say I didn't even realize he was there until afterwards. He just sort of he just he, I guess he had the best seat in the house. Yeah, um, but <laughs> he's he he jumped right into um, he the multiverse theory, and he's like, and in some universe, I'm him, so I'm the one that's in jail. And I was like, okay, well we we're we're coming out the gate strong, and. <laughs> And then, yeah, I, I only caught the highlight. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I caught highlights, and I thought, "Yeah, this is a manic fit. This oh, is uh, big time. What manic fits? <laughs> yeah, big time." And then yeah. he's gun. You know, we it's the Second Amendment. We don't have a problem with you know guns. Shouldn't what they say? We shouldn't ban guns. We should ban illegal guns. Yeah, I didn't get that. Oh. I didn't. Okay, Kanye. All right. Like, I think I understand what you're trying to say, and I. All right. Well, you're yeah. you're 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 getting around it, I guess. But yeah, he he was all over the place. But it was enjoyable. My favorite part, though, uh, I, I actually don't know if this was my favorite part. The the entire thing was so good. But you know, Donald Trump is sitting there, and he's got his arms folded in that weird way that he folds his arms up around right. his nipples, and he's yeah. like sitting there just nodding. And Kanye said something about uh, whoever the gentleman is that's in prison for life that shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You just see him. He pauses and he looks over off camera, who I'm assuming is where Jared Kirsch Kushner was sitting. 
and he looks over at him and he goes, hmm, and he just nods and looks back at Kanye and just lets him keep going. And then at the end, he's like, well, that was something. And he's just like, wow. Loved it. I mean, Donald Trump's normally the one doing that while everyone sits there and tries to figure out what's going on. So that was a rare moment of Donald Trump watching someone and going, this is kind of crazy. I don't know what's going on right now. It's kind of intense. I, this is more intense than I'm used to. It, this, isn't what, this isn't what people see when I talk, is it? Because this, this is out there. Yeah, that was... It, there's phases but yeah it was it was it was uh it was pretty intense he uh i don't think he knew that was gonna happen no i don't i definitely don't think he knew that was gonna happen um i don't think anybody knew that was gonna happen and i enjoyed every living second of that one (laughs) so a couple of comments uh uh tova schreiber schreiber asked if we can see paisley no you can't she's not here (laughs) Um, we don't have her right now. She's possibly being adopted. So, no. Very sorry. For, no. S- sorry to Tova, and I'm sorry to you, because Paisley is an adorable little dog. She's incredibly adorable, and I'm happy uh, that she's being adopted and is not here. Yes. So, so that was the whole point. Uh, that was the the goal. But no, you can't see her. Sorry. Fair. Um, so, uh, let's, uh, let's go... Let's go next to Hillary. Nice segue from Kanye, Kanye to, to Hillary. Hillary. You know, right? It's that hip hop culture of the Clintons from the nineties. Um, hot sauce, hot was it? Hot sauce in her purse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot sauce in her purse. Hot um, sauce in her purse. So uh, obviously, with uh, a lot that's been going, <laughs> a lot that's been going on in the nation in the past few weeks that we have been covering diligently. In my personal opinion, I think we've been doing a great job. I think we've been just on top of things. Our um, engagement numbers tell us that we've been doing a good job. <laughs> our engagement on top numbers of. say that we have been doing fantastic. We've uh, been doing a good job. <laughs> we are reaching out to all the right people. We actually got a compliment today from a vegan who I would just like to do a shout out to. A vegan? What was the vegan compliment? Okay, so you know on the on the uh, thing that we posted about Chloe. Yes, Just Chloe get, the Cow. Chloe the Cow, yes. Okay, so for anybody who doesn't know, you can find this on our Facebook at facebook.com slash Freedom or our Instagram at muddiedwatersoffreedom. But there's a picture of, uh, a picture of uh, steaks, and it says, this cow was named Chloe, and like it's an animal rights sticker that they put on right, there. Right, right. Um, and a vegan posted on it, and she posted a video, and she goes, see if you can watch this without any guilt. And I watched the video. And it's them slaughtering a cow. That's huge spoiler, by the way. Uh, it's them violently. <laughs> spoiler alert! It's them violently slaughtering Chloe a cow. He doesn't make it. Yeah, and uh, so I, I watched the video. I watched all of it, uh, right? Because you know, I want to give my best interpretation of any movie I'm gonna watch. And then afterwards, I said, I think I just decided I wanted burgers for dinner. And she goes. She gave me the 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 uh, vomiting emoji face and tagged muddied waters of freedom and goes, well, at least you're at least you're honest. Uh, I appreciate you for being honest or something like that. So I replied and I said, and I appreciate you for fighting for your cause and not trying to force it upon us. Right. And she goes, that's the nicest compliment anybody has given me. And I was like, 
She's like, maybe people can see our friendly exchange as a beacon for hope for through all of uh, social media. And I was like, that's right. Look at us. Yeah, beacon of hope. Beacon of hope. We're bridging. The, we're bridging the, the gap. The muddied beacon of hope. The muddy. Listen, we, you know the thing with veganism is, it's like anything else. If that's what they believe, they believe very strongly. Okay, I'm not going to make you eat meat, and I'm not going to give you a hard time about your hypocrisy that you still live in a home with pest control and are responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands of living creatures every day just by your sheer existence in a, in a dwelling. But Or that plants know they're being eaten. Or that plants know they're being eaten. Or that you're caught contributing to massive deforestation. But I'm not going to do any of that. No, that... Because if that's what you believe, then fine, that's what you believe. And I, I, and I don't think anyone should make you do otherwise. When I go to a store and you're there and freaking out, and, and I don't even care if you leave a little thing saying, this is Chloe. Hey, Chloe, about to eat you. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that, too. I'm, uh, I'm going to go I'm have not... bacon cheese, Chloe's. Right, exactly. <laughs> Chloe and her friend Steve. <laughs> um, you know, but, but what I'm not going to do, what I'm not okay with is, you know, you're you know, protesting and... and you know, I'm even okay with the process. I'm not okay with, you know, the people following people around and lying down in the meat section so you can't get there and stuff like that. Like, that to me is ridiculous. Like, you know, just like I'm not going to go into a, into a vegan shop and go, the plants are dying and, you know, lay there and, and you know, this plant's name is, you know, Frederick or whatever. Like, it's it, it, so that was nice. She showed you the thing. So what do you think of that? She, you know, she feels like she planted a seed or she didn't or whatever. Right. And you guys had your exchange. I think that's good. Yeah. And so that was a, it was, it was a very nice exchange and one filled with civility. Um, but Hillary Clinton, (laughs) but Hillary Clinton, uh, late last week or early this week, I don't remember. It may have, it was over the weekend at some point. Uh, she came out and she said that, uh, now is the time that, we need to give up on civility here in America between the two parties because since we have two, one party, and she she wasn't very specific, so I'll I'll give her that. But there's one party that is trying to destroy everything. Not, fund- na- not naming names. Not naming names. But one party <laughs> is attempting to destroy everything uh, that the other party fundamentally believes in. So it is time to give up civility and. Uh, once we win, once we win back the House and the Senate, we can go back to being civil. Yeah. Yes. Which, um... Because that's what the other side will do, is right. be civil. Like, oh, we lost now? Okay, we'll be civil. Don't now. worry. We'll be the adults in this situation. I have not seen any... I have not seen any um, politicians acting like adults anywhere recently. Um, and Lindsey Graham, thank you for that. Oh, my Truly. Lord. Lindsey Graham. Uh, hey, you're welcome, by the way, because I'm in South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, you're doubly welcome because I voted for Lindsey Graham in uh, 2002. 2002, I voted for Lindsey Graham. So you're welcome, guys. <laughs> There's been multiple elections since that one. Oh, there have been many elections since then. <laughs> and uh, didn't uh, repeat that, uh, <laughs> interestingly enough. But it's not Lindsay. It's me. I changed. Lindsay's remained the same. Right. No, he uh, hasn't. <laughs> he's still the neocon hawk that I voted for. Uh, I'm just not also one. And uh, but Lindsey Graham today yes. said that uh, he's going to take a DNA well, test. I, I, yeah, he's going to take a DNA test. 
because he, he thinks he can beat Liz Warren on her Native American percentage. Did did you did you catch Orrin Hatch? I did not. Oh, Orrin Hatch on his Twitter last night. Orrin Hatch showed a picture of him with his phone, seemingly looking at his DNA results, and it said uh, mostly T Rex. Everything else, other dinosaurs. And I was like, "All right, Orin." And then I think the uh, I think the hashtags were something like uh, "Liz is lying" and "Warren is white." It was something along those lines. I don't I don't remember. While exactly. also digging at himself for being a dinosaur, be- I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm exactly. Exactly. I'm okay with that. That's 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 quality humor, in my opinion. Yeah. And before we get into old white Liz Warren. Um, uh, I just want to talk about the civility thing. Cause I mean, it's, I mean, really she's saying what, honestly, she was being honest for a second that this is what partisan politics is. It's, it's people being angry and hateful to otherwise loved ones. Uh, and, and as well as, you know, friends and neighbors and strangers and whatever else over basically who gets to use government to do what. And so it's a byproduct of forced association. So most people in the U.S., any one of us, we would not voluntarily choose to associate with the vast majority of other Americans for very myriad of reasons. Right. Uh, you know, it's not we hate them or whatever. It's just we wouldn't associate with them. We'd have nothing to do with them. We don't have anything in common with them. It's fine that they're over there in our day to day workings. We don't have anything to deal with them. But because we're all forced to live in this association with each other under the city and state and federal government, wherein we're, you know, we're all taxed, we're all, uh, you know, we're all forced to live under the same laws and we're all told, well, you can't leave. Um, you can't, you know, without physically leaving this area, you can't not be a part of it and we'll use whatever level of violence, violence it takes to put you into compliance. But what we will do is we'll allow you to form voting blocks and vote for how our violence is used. Right. And so different sides, really just two, two main sides, form voting blocks to say, no, 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 don't hurt us, hurt them. You know, leave us alone. Don't tax us as much, tax them. Don't, don't pass laws saying that what we do is wrong, pass laws saying what they do is wrong. And, and that is sort of a passive-aggressive way of coping with the fact that if we were left to our own devices, we'd just leave each other alone and have nothing to do with each other. Um, so Hillary Clinton is really, you know, stirring the pot and saying, hey, look, you know, we can't be civil because we want our way to win, so we got to fight. Now, of course, once we win, everyone has to be civil, right. but that's... Right, exactly. You know. it's, it, it is the, pol- the, poli- the adult politician equivalent of, no, no, these are mine. These are my toys. These are my Legos. These are my Legos. And if right. you are going to be all anarchist about it and not use the same colors with the same Legos and just mix them all up or at least follow That was the, me. I, that was me. Of course you were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or you're not going to follow the, the directions to get the drawbridge and you're just going to build like a large thing. I'm taking my Legos and going home. Right, right, right. But you can play with me. And uh, you get to use my Lego. Like that's she's essentially just trying to hold civility as her toy. 
Of course. Like, no, no. And I'm the Legos surprised. are actually us. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> like you can't play with your with us with your with your, with your voters. Yeah. With your voters. Don't yeah. Play. So yeah. No, so I mean that's honestly it was kind of a candid moment for her. And also it's also her trying to recreate herself as Hillary resist, you know, the hero of the left who, you know, called black children super predators and uh you know was was all was fine with the prison of you know the the pl- prison police state for Ever. Uh, what 20 30 years and uh some of the most passionate speeches against gay marriage i've ever read uh, seen on tv were from hillary clinton we're, in the 90s yes. so i mean i believe that under her pre- uh, under her president under her husband's presidency mm-hmm. um black incarceration hit an all-time high yeah yeah it did and it and it, it it sort of stayed the same under bush and i want to say it went up slightly under obama but pretty much relative to population growth it was, and yeah. then it has slowly been declining since then not because of any real policy change but just through the attrition of you know, people coming out of the system, you know, people getting, you know, finally finishing their 20 year term for, you know, selling a substance to another human being who wanted it. Right. Um, and uh, so it's more of an attrition thing. And a lot of them now are in their you know 50s and 60s and are, are at least not yet reoffending. So, I mean, it's, it, for, you know, but now Hillary is the hero of, of, you know, she's going to repaint herself. She, she, I mean, she lost because most of the left was like, or a good bit of the left was like, nah, you, you're not, you're not different enough from Donald Trump for me to take a day off from work. Pretty much, right? That's that's essentially, yeah, that's essentially accurate. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, she was just so unlikable as well. That's person. part of her not being I mean, much yeah. different than Donald Trump. She's I'll, I'll, not yeah, likable. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, I can't. I can't argue that. Do you think she runs again? Man, I was. Yeah. Having, I was having this yeah. conversation today with my dad. So I'm curious on your thoughts on that one. I think she wants to, and I don't know how many people she has around her that. Like tell her honest things. Uh, I, I I think she has a lot of yes men. Like I mean, similar with Trump. Like I I don't know if she has. Actually, I, I that's not true. I think Bill Clinton like is the one person, and I'm completely speculating. But I think Bill Clinton is that person who's tell who will like tell her like this is not going to work. I I, I I I I am willing to bet Bill Clinton saying you need to run. Oh really? I think I think he is. Oh, seeing Bill of all people would know why she'll never win. Um, well, yeah, but at the same but time, it keeps her out of his hair. that and if she happens to win, Bill gets to go back to the White House. That's true. And I think I, yeah, I want to go back to the White House where I can spend all my time with them interns again. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. exactly. I, I see. So I could, um, I could see her running again, possibly. I don't see her getting the nomination. I mean, I, I, I think. I don't, man. Maybe. Can you imagine and Hillary versus Trump twenty twenty, and he where he beats her again even worse. So there, um, there, there's only been one other time that uh, it's been back to back the same people running against each other. 
Adlai Stevenson. That, that would be yeah. I was gonna say that's like 19th century stuff, right? Uh, no. Wait, yes, no, 20th century. It was against Eisenhower, Adlai Stevenson, and Eisenhower back to back. Oh, Eisenhower went against Stevenson both times. Yeah, I j- I just learned that today because I I was like I wonder huh? if that's ever happened before. So I looked, and uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. Adlai Stevenson got defeated by Eisenhower twice. Well, good for you, Adlai Stevenson. Well, then, so, I mean, I guess it could happen. I don't see it happening. I, I definitely I think, don't see it happening. I think it's going to be Biden in I, a crowded field of, field of wannabes, and I think Biden's going to get it, and I think, I think he's going to lose to Trump. Right now, gun to head today, yes, it's going to be Biden, but I'm yeah. not going to say that one of the lesser knowns out there, like back in 2008, yeah, back in 2008, it was going to be uh, Hillary. Like it was no questions asked. It was going to be Hillary. And then this upst- yeah. this upstart, good-looking black dude out of Chicago who uh, said things like, let me be clear, um, came out and, uh, uh, and somehow won, which shocked everybody. So right now, gun to head, Biden. But I'm not like uh, the, the girl from Hawaii that I actually kind of like, um, young – that attractive oh duckworth no not duckworth um i am blanking on this girl's name um are you talking about like her last name's like hizuna or something like that no not that one she's she's the other one um i i got a message i was really hoping somebody was texting me the answer to that right now i can't remember her name right now um but she's big anti-war democrat out of uh hawaii um, I'm looking it up because I'm blanking on who you're. I can't about. remember her name right now. And you know, oh, Tulsi Gabbard. Yes, Gabbard. Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. I know that she is probably going to run, thinking more along the lines of like a VP nomination, but she's going to throw her hat in. Um, but I could see something like 2008 happening again, uh, and dethroning creepy Joe Biden. It, the, what stacks against Biden is that the left is going in response to literally Hitler being president or in their minds, literally Hitler. Right. I think that they're going to put up the anti Trump and not just, you know, a progressive, but like identity wise, like I think it's going to be a woman. I think it's going to be a person of color. Um, I think it's going to be, which is why uh, the white woman today, uh, uh, Liz Warren, released her, you know, minuscule native uh, heritage because because that's going to be part of the the vetting process. Is you know, well, what what not not white person are you? Um, I think that that's going to play into so, it. So not Biden then. I think Biden. My so the guys. Uh, Folks watching and listening at home, <laughs> I have a horrific record of guessing who's going to win the presidency. I'm pretty good on midterm elections, not so much on presidency. I've been right once in my entire adult life uh, with Bush re- getting reelected against Kerry. Uh, that's the one time I was right. I was right um, in two. Th- I was right in ninety six, two thousand, two thousand four. You weren't right in two thousand eight. No, you called McCain. I thought McCain was going to win. <laughs> Man, I I called Obama early on that one. I was wrong in twelve. 
and I was wrong in 16. I was wrong in 16 for the opposite reason I was wrong in 12. Um, in, with 12, I ignored the polls, and I was just like, no, America can't take four more years of this. There's no way I did. And then 2016, I'm like, man, these polls aren't looking good. Right. So I don't know what to tell you. So I'm not good with predicting this, but in my mind, I think Joe Biden's going to get end up getting the nomination, but he will have been so savaged by the more left part of the you know the the far left of and not just the far left but the identity politics people in the democratic party who will who you know don't want an old white man uh or any of those things uh and especially not all three of them uh, and, <laughs> and and the fact that again just like hillary clinton you know, this guy's been in politics since the 70s. He's got a record that, you know, doesn't meet the sniff test of what is considered acceptable to the left now. Um, so, you know, I mean, he voted for the Iraq war. Like, I mean, it, you know, it, it, he's he's not who they're looking for right. in any way, right, in right, identity right. and his politics and, and any of that. He's an old guard, you know, Democrat, Democrat whose concern is the Democratic Party, not, you know, leftist ideology. And so I think he'll end up getting the nomination. And I think, I think it'll be like with Hillary. You know, he'll get the nomination, but he will have been so bludgeoned in the process that Trump will not necessarily sail the victory, but he'll get reelected. I think the economy will be okay, at least during that time. And I think he'll get reelected. And I, I could be, I can, my record tells me that I'm wrong. Right. So either I do, I agree with you. I think it's either going to be, it's either going to be Joe Biden with like a Tulsi Gabbard. Or uh, some upstart, uh, upstart political, like a upstart uh, progressive Democratic star, or it's going to be somebody like a Tulsi Gabbard with like uh, Joe Kennedy, with somebody. Oh, the drooly drool guy. Yeah, drool yeah, guy. I could see. Yeah, I could see that. I, it's um, it's going to be. It's going to be either some progressive, like Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah it's with, with, one of, yeah, it's Biden or some like progressive of color probably a woman as well it's like one extreme or the other right and then the and then the other side is going to be okay yeah we'll put up the progressive that will still scare our older the older base but we're going to give them this clean drooling white guy who obviously believes you know that uh who obviously believes in you know against socialism a little bit because his last name's kennedy and uh so he's a kennedy right He's a ditz, and he apparently can't keep his saliva in his mouth. But he's a Kennedy, right? So I think it's it's going to be one of those two, and I just I I don't really know which one it will be. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. No. I could not tell you, and I'm I honestly shouldn't tell you because it's almost guaranteed to be the opposite of whatever <laughs> I say historically. I don't know. It's probably going to be like President Kamala Harris in 2020. Oh God, like, that, that would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not even that's not even worth considering. Uh but to answer Tova who asked uh if we thought mm. that uh the good president would be reelected in 2020, right now gun to head today, yes. I I yeah. think yes. Yeah, I say so. I think I say yes. So. I don't think the Democrats have anybody to put up against him that can win. Donald Trump has the largest single dedicated voting block of any politician not just now and not just 
in our lives, but in post-war history. Yes. And people are underestimating that because it only makes up around, let's say, I don't know, 20, 25% of the overall adult population. Which is still amazing because only 35% of the population votes. Yeah, and and, and so... Because it's not, and then, that's then if that's the case, then it's not that much. But whatever, so it makes up of the voting public. It makes up, let's say, forty, maybe forty-five percent of the voting public. And so people are underestimating that. But these are diehards at this point. And if the economy is doing okay, and if the Democrats have spent all this time ripping each other each other to shreds, and if it's even you know a month or two of no major scandals for Trump level scandals. I mean, you know, Trump does stuff every day that used to be considered a scandal. He's so scandal proof at this point. I, I don't see him losing. I can't, I can't he, imagine. I, I can't imagine him losing. I don't see him losing. And, and, and I don't, and, and I don't say that because I want him to win. And I don't, yeah, say, I don't want him to win. I just don't, I just don't I think, don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't want anyone to win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Want everyone to lose, right? But I, I, yeah, I just don't see. I don't see who's going to come up against him. I don't see how they're going to create the kind of voting block necessary to un unseat him. And I don't. I, I, I think you, you already. He already has like anywhere from between thirty-five and forty-five percent of the of the voting public in his pocket, right. And then, and then probably an additional five to ten percent, because he's a Republican. And then, and then there's the fact that the 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 far left, and some of them aren't even Democrats. I mean, Antifa aren't Democrats; they hate Democrats. Um, but they are associated with Democrats. They're associated with the left, and you especially see what they're doing out. Yeah, I was gonna say, especially when you have uh, people calling for getting rid of civility from the left. <laughs> Like, From the Democratic Party, right. right. So I think all that stuff's going to amount to people want stability. Uh, most voters want, you know, things to not get the boat not to get rocked. Um, Obama was a, a, a very odd change where he actually, you know, people were like, yeah, we want a change. But there was also a massive recession that got tr- that had just been triggered. Um, so I, 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 yeah, I see Americans saying... Yeah, you know what? He's a jerk, but we knew that before he got into office, and he he makes me laugh occasionally. And my pocketbook's doing all right, and I've never heard of this person uh, who is running against him, or you know, Joe Biden, whatever. I'm not, you know, terribly impressed with him. That's my uh, that's that's my uh, opinion on this. Uh, God, Tom Schreiber again. Show us Paisley. Paisley is not here. Paisley's not here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Biden. If it's Biden, I know that all Trump is going to do is talk about how creepy he is with kids. That's the thing. Like, like especially in the era of the hashtag Me Too movement, that guy has a really creepy thing about rubbing women's shoulders, especially a, especially young ones. Yeah, he's he's got a creepy uncle vibe going that. I just there's really nothing about Joe Biden other than the fact that he's in the Democratic Party and was Obama's vice president 
that the, like the, if I was a leftist, there's nothing there that would appeal to me. No, the I mean people like him because they kind of they they used they kind of pushed a bromance marketing kind of yeah. campaign yeah. between them, and they it worked. Like it definitely worked. Um, and so Joe Biden, you know, crazy Uncle Joe, who you knew at the beginning he kind of was allowed to say whatever and then as things went on he wasn't allowed to say as much um but they kind of crazy uncle joe you know you never know what's going to come out of his mouth but look at how much he and biden like each other or he and obama like each. yeah yeah bromance is a good way to describe it it was like that you know sort of lethal weapon thing that they were you know glover mel gibson type of thing right exactly and that's yeah that's kind of what they seemed like they were going for with it and it worked and you know everybody loves joe crazy uncle joe you know yeah but that's not going to stand the test of time it's, when he's actually running for president no. they'll they will savage him if they savaged hillary they will absolutely savage him the, in an attempt to get i don't even think they're going to go with bernie sanders i think that they're gonna it's gonna be they're gonna try to get like a kamala harris or a cory uh booker or Cor- not cory booker cory yeah. yeah, Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Yeah. yeah. Um, or uh, Tulsi Gabbard, like you said, that would actually be a smart pick if they went with her because she's a vet. She's cute, yeah. and she's, you know, I think that's why I think she'll be. If I had to guess today, she will be the VP uh, to to Biden. Yeah, and then he'll be like rubbing her shoulders. Like I mean, I just I I God, he comes out during the debate and he's just like. You're doing fine. Yeah, he just starts kneading away. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I see no, his policies aren't that progressive. He's got to, I mean, again, you can dig up video of him talking about, you know, Mexicans on the border. Like, I mean, he he's, he's. What did he, what was the thing he said about uh, Indians, people from India, Indians? Um Oh, something about Seven Eleven. Something about Seven. He's like, yeah. Every time you go into Seven Elevens, it's like you're talking to Pooh from The Simpsons or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like I mean, this is not. This is not what the Democrats want. Like, no. they want um. Not him. Yeah, just I not mean, him. They, yeah, I just mean, not they, really, like, Cory Booker is what they want. Sort of a quasi effeminate. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think Booker. I think Booker gets just destroyed in a presidential primary. I think he gets crushed. Oh, he doesn't have the chops for it. But I, I, uh, I think it's gonna be uh, that Harris woman. I think it's gonna be Kamala. Kamala Harris. Yeah, I could see her doing it. I could see her doing it. So, for anybody who's watching um, or listening, uh, remember his guess is Kamala Harris, and uh, bet heavily against that because he's always wrong. <laughs> always, my always. my guess was actually is actually Joe Biden. Joe Biden, but, but with the idea that he gets so smashed apart and savaged in the primary process that he's utterly toxic. Right, and um, again, my record is garbage. There is no way to describe my prediction record on presidential elections 
You know, I can for, and to say garbage. All I can, re- I know one thing for certain. I know one thing for certain. Two things for certain. Uh, it's not going to be Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton. That's all I know. Well, it can't be Obama. It can't be. Um, That's the only reason I would place that bet that it won't be him. Yeah, and and I yeah, because Hillary Clinton is. I think she would love to run. I think she's going she, to. She would love to, but I. I, I think so. She's going to do like the Mitt Romney thing where she's going to do uh, like one of those, uh, what do they call those things? The investigatory committee to see, should I do this and like announce it in February of next year ish? And then she's going to realize that no, I shouldn't very quickly and say, oh, no. like flirt with it on and off. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Cuomo, but senior. Not the guy, not the guy that's governor now, but his dad. He went back and forth like that about running for president, and it became like a running joke in I think like eighty eight or something like that. I think eighty eight was when he was thinking of running, and he was like, "Oh, my, oh, my not." And uh, yeah, I could see her doing that. Yeah. No one want like I, I see like because I have a Facebook friends across the political spectrum. When she says I, I something, I have less political friends across the facebook spectrum now um much less just recently just, just recently in the last 24 hours uh, yeah um uh no one when she puts out something no one's like yeah every once in a while you'll find some like you know boomer woman who's like oh that you know she she told trump what for something but like her target her demo is so tiny like i i i don't i don't see her doing anything i don't i think she i think she's arrogant enough to try it again but i also think that she i'm not going to say smart enough she has the <laughs> enough of the right people around her to be like no you need to drop out of this now they might kill her <laughs> <laughs> like i mean i i don't want anyone to die but i i i get serious like if she's like no i'm gonna do it and they're like She's gonna get Trump reelected with this, but you know what did Hillary know about the Clinton Foundation? Right, <laughs> she, she's gonna get Hillary Clinton. Um, she's gonna J- be suicided. J.C. Lord, Lord said, uh, "I we need a timeout from presidents. I think the American people need time to regroup and regroup and recuperate. No POTUS for at least four years." I agree with that, and that segues quite nicely. Does it? Yes. How amazing. I know. That segues quite nicely into a article that Vox put out. Oh yes. Yeah. So, so our good friends at Vox. The the always well <laughs> the always well established and thought out arguments from the people from Vox. The 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 August body that is <laughs> Vox. Uh, put out an article, which I think it said it was written by a law professor, but who knows where? Um, DeVry. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's at the University of Phoenix. Um, he, uh, no, inf- no offense to, to our Phoenixes out there, um, but uh, he called for the Supreme Court to be abolished because Brent Kavanaugh was put on it. It's not going to lean our way anymore. Screw it. It's Let's not going to lean our way. Just ditch it. Let's just get rid of it. We don't need it anymore. It's not it's, it's, a, it's not helping. The highest court in the land. The nah, highest we don't court. Need, we don't, don't need, need it. Co-equal branches now. No. no. 
one of the things I love, Matt, and our beloved viewers, about the Donald Trump presidency, because I try to look for silver linings, and the silver lining of one of the silver linings of the Donald Trump presidency is that the left, who usually is explaining to us why we need government, all of it, uh, has is just slowly. It started with hatred of Trump, and is just kind of slowly. Uh, what hey, is me? Hey, Matt. Uh, it's slowly mushrooming into just general hatred of all of the institutions of government, and that makes me really happy. What? Why? Why? Hang on. That makes me as happy as this still shot of Matt <laughs> in place of me. So, so I think somebody's trying to get into my Facebook. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because it keeps trying to log me out. <laughs> oh. Yep. So that's uh, not weird. Yeah. Uh. I, oh, did, we may have just lost our Facebook feed. Uh, I don't believe so because no? I'm still live. Okay. I, yeah, it's still live. Okay. Well, good. I you may- just might not be on Facebook. <laughs> I was gonna say I definitely lost my side of it. You've been live zucked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was asking me if I wanted to. Uh, it was asking me if I wanted to uh, log out, and I was like, "No, <laughs> of course I don't want to log out." Um, well, it's still up though. Yeah, Tova says, "Let's blame Russia for hacking Matt." I'm I'm good with that. I'm okay Russian with that. Collusion. Yeah, this is definitely Russian bots. Um, All right, sorry about that, everybody watching. I don't know yeah, what happened. Yeah, that was that was uh, um, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so abolish uh, the Supreme Court. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with abolishing. It's like when they want to do abolish ICE. Okay, why stop there? Um, if we can get rid of ICE and the Supreme Court and, I don't know, DEA, ATF, BATF, whatever they're called now, I'm good with all of that stuff. Like, I mean, you know, this is good. They don't really mean it because as soon as a Democrat is in office doing essentially the same thing that Republicans do, then it will become, you know, oh, everyone that's against you know, our our amazing Supreme Court is a traitor to the land. But but again, that's sort of like what Hillary was saying, you know. Right. We we can't be civil now. We have to be civil once we're in office and everyone has to be civil. And it's all partisan crap. Real quick, um, I, I noticed that uh, Brian McDonald is uh, watching right now because he commented something. Uh, okay. And Brian, thank you for watching. Also, thank you for your arguments on my post yesterday. They were very well thought out. But... Um, if you can comment the score of the game, that'd be fantastic. You know what I'm talking about. Because um, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is right now. Um, but, yeah, um, Vox, I forgot where we were. I saw he was here, and I needed to Supreme know this. Court. Supreme Court. Okay. So, yeah, the Supreme Court, um, with Vox trying to get rid of the Supreme Court, they're essentially doing the same thing that Hillary was saying was, Oh, you're not going to play the way that we want you to. Yeah, so it so, all go away. Yeah, let me just take my ball and go home. Um, yeah. And it it doesn't. I make, can't. Go go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like the Supreme Court has, in recent history, has not really overturned anything. Well, actually, this year they hit the Democrats kind of hard, but before well, the. They, they, defunded them with the with the um Jan- Janice decision with the with the, the yeah union funding yeah right 
Yeah, they they defunded them there. Um, they upheld like the Supreme Court actually did a lot this year, but leading up to this year, they've been they had, they were on a good winning streak. <laughs> Like the left has been solid, and not just the left in general, but authoritarianism of all stripes has been winning thoroughly for the most part. We're less free now than we were five or ten years ago. So why are you mad now suddenly that Brett Kavanaugh, who probably isn't going to be a big ideological change, why is that that that's the threshold for now you want to abolish yeah. entire now, sections now, of government? Now we have to get rid of the Supreme Court because they will no longer side with us uh, on what we want. Which they are de facto arguing for a potential check to Donald Trump to be removed. Yeah. I'm looking forward to if the Republicans win in this midterm and us, you know, if, if by surprise they not only gain seats in the Senate or at least maintain seats in the Senate, maintain their majority in the Senate, but they also maintain their majority in the house. And the reason I, I will find this funny is because you know, they, they, that many on the left will then call for abolishing Congress, I, which will mean that the left is calling for the other two branches to be removed. Yes. Leaving only Donald Trump. <laughs> leaving <laughs> Donald Trump in as dictator. Dictator, dictator in chief. Because there will be nobody <laughs> take him, taking him out after that. It's not like, oh, you can't do that. You're not even going to have a, you know, Mitch McConnell going, no, you, Donald, uh, your term's up. Like, <laughs> so you, got, you have to leave. Yeah, <laughs> you have to leave the house. We'll be like, no. The 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 military is still under my control. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's no there's no threat of impeachment. There's none of that. I know. Um, if, I don't. If the Republicans win, if the Republicans win uh, both the House and the Senate in well November, um, I I could see Democrats going full anarchist, like no government. Like they, they'll be like anarcho communist, which I don't understand. Yeah, I was going to say they'll be ancoms, but yeah, they'll yeah. be yeah. They'll be ANCOMs, but I mean, they will go full. No, we don't want this government at all. Oh, they will melt down. I, uh, that would be insane. I, 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 like I said, my official position on elections is I don't want anyone to win. I want everyone to forget to vote. Right. Um, and everyone to just kind of be like, hey, maybe we don't need this. Pat's, um, Pat Sajak. Yes. Which seems like something odd to just throw out. But Pat Sajak uh, said, uh, yep. I hope everybody, I hope every, or don't, don't yeah, don't, for, don't, don't forget to vote. But if, you, if you're waiting to, if he, for a, a game show aging host, talk show host to tell you that, then you probably shouldn't vote or something like that. Yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And everyone who read that should not vote for that very reason. Well, Everybody that read that and didn't get a good laugh. <laughs> right. If you're like, if you got angry. If you're upset up that, about that, then don't vote. Then please don't vote. Yeah. Uh, so um, since Trump's about to apparently become a uh, dictator for life, dictator for life uh, that, that, that'll just be another win in the long line of wins. Man, for, he's on a, I mean... He, I mean, he's killing it right now. He is killing it right now. 
I may not like everything. I may hate most of it, but man. there's a lot that I hate. But it, they're wins. They're wins for him. They are wins for him. Every one of for them. Him. Horse uh, faces, BTFO'd <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> God. Um, so yeah, he, in, in, in a week he has Kanye West come, yeah. and make him look sane. <laughs> Make him look like the the you know uh, reserved, tempered gentleman. Uh, 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 then uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Elizabeth Warren, noted uh, Native American <laughs> Liz Warren, uh, who has been claiming to be a native for. Since 1985. Yeah, for 30, 30 some odd years. 33 years. She, she releases 18, not someone else. It didn't get leaked to make her look bad. No. She released. She put it out to the Boston Globe. She put out a DNA test showing conclusively that she had, initially they said, anywhere between 132nd and one five hundred and twelfth native in her. Yep. And then, and they, then they had to change it. Then they had to change it because math is hard. Math is super hard. <laughs> well, when you get into numbers that big, it is. <laughs> uh, uh, that's some heavy division there. So their first correction, they went, "Oh, uh, actually, it's one sixty fourth to one five hundred and twelfth." But she's still super native. And then they, they then they said, well, we got some big brains in. <laughs> we got some people in there who we understand those, how this all works. Yeah, we got some of those Texas instrument calculators that you hear about uh, <laughs> back one, in high school. The ones that you used to be able to program video games on, too. Exactly, that you could play a, a street dealer, uh, drug dealer or whatever on it. Yeah. Um, that's what I did with it. And... Um, it turns out that uh, actually it's more like anywhere from 164th to 1,024th. One, 1,024th. <laughs> 1, 1,024th. I will give her credit, though, because uh, one, one, 1 in 1,024th still makes her more Cherokee or Native American than Hillary is president. Um <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I saw someone said that finally they've met someone who's whiter than, than Sean King. It's kind of rude. I think, not, I think it was either the Daily Wire or just Ben Shapiro who tweeted out a picture of the snow and said, hashtag things whiter, <laughs> things less yeah, white yeah, than I saw, Elizabeth you know, the, Warren. The, the, yeah. Things less white than Elizabeth Warren. Things less white than Elizabeth Warren. My, my, um, my favorite... My favorite tweet that i saw from the entire day minus ours obviously um <laughs> but my favorite tweet that i saw the entire day was i really hope that elizabeth warren is really happy with the fact that her great 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 grandparent probably violated the native that's the thing like that far back i didn't even think of that because it's not her story that oh my super native mom and you know my 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 dad had to elope with her because she was just so awful. You know she was so nativey. 
that uh, <laughs> my parents were going to have a big problem with it. And uh, it turned out, no, not not really. It's actually more like, because, you know, that would have been a voluntary uh, exchange of, uh, of, of semen and... and why, why am I? Why are we talking about semen? I, uh, yeah, I, I was just going to let you go place. on that one. There was I nothing was I could do. Whatever. What happened? Why is it? <laughs> they had a kid voluntarily. I don't know why I had to make it about semen, but um, <laughs> uh, but when you go that far back, you know what? Three hundred, four hundred years ago. Yeah, that's that... a, probably a lot less uh voluntary yeah with the with the semen right that 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 was probably not so much of a voluntary now granted it also it could and i'm not um just to be fair yeah it could be it it could be that the volu- the involuntary semen was coming from a native <laughs> <laughs> was coming from a native i'm sitting here talking about and as i'm saying and i'm like what the hell are you doing um, the uh, we, it, it could have been that somebody, one of the Europeans, was involved, was was taken advantage of, as opposed yeah. to the other way. Like it could have been a it, like a like instead of scalping him, he, he semen him. Yeah, <laughs> right. <sighs> Much worse. Much worse than being scalped. <laughs> scalped. You put a hat on. Yeah, you put a hat on. The other way, you, you have a child. Yeah. Um, Funny. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, I mean, it happened so long ago. Um, even we really don't have the history of how the semen happened. Yeah, don't don't know where the semen came from or how it got not, there. We don't even know if the semen happened. Well, some semen. Happened, some semen happened. It, because that they happened. said it was possible. It might. It, there's some. There's a faint possibility that it's zero. That I mean, when it's that low, there's the possibility that it's false and that right. she's not the least bit native. Um, not and again, I I can't I can't speak to the validity of this one because um, it came up in conversation with somebody today. Uh, but they were saying because I was stuck at a car dealership for five hours. Um, Getting my car fixed. Uh, Wait, when was this? Today. I was stuck in a car dealership for four hours the day before. Huh. Um, but uh, so I was on the phone a lot and I was talking to somebody who said, yeah, and uh, the the native DNA that they found wasn't even Native American. It was native Peruvian. And I don't know if that's true or not. But um, Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I, I didn't read that. But. but if it is, it's like, well, no. And then, yeah, like as a... As Brian McDonald uh, pointed out in the comments, um, the, oh. the Cherokee Nation, the Cherokee yeah. tribe, oh, they they disavowed her strongly and angry white liberals from all over the country called them white, out. White-splained to them. <laughs> white, yeah, white-splained why they were so wrong about, about disavowing her from Cherokee Nation even though allegedly she never stated that she was Cherokee. And their explanation, their white splaining was, well, she's doing good stuff for you people. I mean, right. when, when you hear intersectionalists talk about white splaining, that is literally what they're talking about right there. This whole like, well, we're doing good stuff for you people. I mean, it, it's, it was, here we have a culturally appropriating culture vulture peak white privilege 
human being who, to try to make Trump look bad, released her own DNA. She released it. I know. That's the part that surprised. Like, who on her team went, no, no, this is a great idea. She looked at that and said, I want everyone to know this. That I am, like, at best... Because, you know, everyone focusing on the 1,024th because it's the funny, it's it, what's funny, right? It, well, let's even look at, go ahead. I was going to say, you're right, yeah. It, it, it is the funniest. It's hilarious. It's, it's so funny. It is so freaking funny. But let's even look at the 164th. What does that even mean? 164th? You're great, 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 great. Like, I mean, that you're not native. You are a white, white person. Yeah. What are we doing here? And and to release that, that at best, I'm like... 16, <laughs> six generations back. Right. Somewhere between six and ten is what they were saying. Six and ten generations. Yeah, 64, 128, 256, 512, 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six and ten. Yeah, well, good, good, good math. Me? Um... To to go back that like six and ten like who they, what's their name, Liz? What's their name? Now yep. tell me you're native, right? Every person in your family you can name is completely white. Every single one of them. So what the hell are we do- talking about here? You know, and uh, I, it's just it's so stupid. And, but she but she put it out. She was like she looked at that and said, I I wanna. I want everyone to know this. Don't please. You may now sign your check of a million dollars to the native. Yeah. Women's. Well, and I love the joke there that really she only he only owes her one nine hundred and seventy six <laughs> bucks. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> I wish that he would do it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would. I would pay that much directly to him. Just so I he would. Yeah. I'd pay a tenth of that. <laughs> I'm certain we could get ten people to chip in ninety eight. I'd pay somewhere between one sixty fourth and one one thousand and twenty fourth of that. Um Zero hesitation. So, you know, a lot of people are saying, Oh, well, no, she's not saying that she is Native American. Uh they're saying that was her heritage, which, you know, that's that whole and that's that whole gender versus sex thing that they're doing. And all right, so, okay, it's not your heritage. That means it's cultural appropriation based exactly. on your own logic. Exactly. Now, this is what, this is what I know. I am Matt. I, that's, I mean, that's it. Like, as far as what I am, I'm Matt. Right, genetically. Genetically. Right, right. I don't know anything about my ancestors. People look at me, and they've got a guess that's probably pretty good. You know, blonde hair, blue eyes, pale. Yeah, got it. I'm pretty certain I know where you're coming from. You're Northern European, probably somewhere in the middle. Um, right. But, you know, my, my grandmother would tell us stories about uh, being Jewish. Uh, right, right. But I, was not, I wasn't raised Jewish. I, I wasn't raised Jewish. I do like bagel, like locks, bagels and locks, so maybe. Um, and locks some, is amazing. It is good. You know, the smoking can't be that bad if it cures salmon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but so I've got that story going on. And then on my grandfather would tell us stories about um, how we're British royalty. 
Um, but I don't really identify as Brit- I'm not going around going, oh yeah, I'm British. No, I right. You don't. Yeah, exactly. All everybody that came before me. Well, I'm glad they were all there because that means that I'm here today. None of them define me who I am today. And I don't understand the people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm 116th native. So obviously uh, I'm native, you know, I'm native and I deserve, you know, right. that defi- you raised that way. Right. Like it doesn't define you as a person. Like don't right. allow whatever stories were being told to you as a kid based on, you know, folklore uh, that right. don't let that define who you are. You are you. You're, you are the, you are the sum equivalent of the people you hang out with and the people who are closest to you, including right. your family, like your right. immediate family or those who raise you. Right, right, right. So I like it. I think it's like the 10 closest people to you. So I know that I'm a, you know, my dad, my mom, my sisters, there's a little bit of spike in there somewhere. I'm certain at this point, cause we talk all the time now. Um, and then like four other You're people. part of my culture now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I'm partially Jewish. I think... Oh, we get a call. We do. Maybe. Oh, is it coming in on this one? All right, hang on a second. I've got things happening everywhere. Hello? Uh, hello. Is is this Muddy Waters of Freedom? Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. I can't hear Am I on the air? You are on the air. Oh, this is awesome. This is like uh, straight out of C-SPAN Washington Journal. Hey, Circa I'm... 1997, I think, was the last time I called in. Can, can, can you... you know, they're like, you know, you know, they're like, uh, well, you at least leave one one month to your last call. Oh, right. Hang on you one second. I broke that rule. Hang on one second. I'm going to need you to call back in because I forgot to do something so that Spike could hear it. So if you can do me a favor and call back in in like two seconds. Sure. Thank you. Okay. So, because I had you, you, you back with me, Spike? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. right here. Okay. I think I... We, we definitely should check this out. Stupid Steven. Where were you today? <laughs> had blasted Steven. I know. He's ruining everything. We have a professional show here. We do have a professional show here. Many of the times, God, I wish I could see better. Um, why aren't you working? Well, so while you're working on that, yeah, I'm gonna you go do, back to what you, you were talking do your about. Thing. The, the, yeah. So, okay, that should work. Where that's not her culture, like no. you know. Like you, where you brought up that, you know, there's stories about you, you know, possibly having Jewish heritage. You didn't then submit Jewish recipes to a Jewish cookbook and say, oh, you no, know, I definitely look so This is my favorite recipe. I'm such a Jew. Like that, you know, because you're not like, that's not who you are. You weren't raised Jewish. You're not of the Jewish religion. You may have some Jewish you know, uh, et- uh, ethnicity or, or, or bloodline or whatever, but you're not you're not culturally or religiously Jewish. All right. Are you back with us right now? Yes, sir. Can you hear him, Spike? Yes. Okay. Can you hear me, sir? This is wonderful. Thank you. I'm Yes, I can hear you, Spike. Excellent. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, who do we have on the line? My name's Cameron Catron. 
Cameron. Hi, Cameron. Yes, sir. What is going, man? It is. I had no idea that what your voice sounded like. So uh, this is just, yeah, man. We've just been ships passing in the night a few times here and there. Yes. Never really actually talked to you. Yeah, I'm. I'm good friends with somebody who's got to be related to you. You know, I think we talked about that on a thread or touched on a very. You know, it's weird because if you're if you've got my last name, it's a very specific last name that entails a certain like region and place. Right. And I've got to be related to that person because I've never met one that I wasn't related to. Yep, hundred um, percent. So, thank you for calling in. What? What? Uh. What? What? Sorry. Sorry about what uh, happened earlier. I forgot to close out the one on my one computer, so that way Spike couldn't hear you. So. Oh, I was just sharing my excitement about how you have an open call-in number. It felt like uh, C-SPAN Washington Journal. <laughs> yes. I, that's, what that's, that's, what, that's the vibe we're trying to get. Right. Is, uh, is Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I dig. I dig the vibe, for sure. I love me some call-in shows where you just don't know what the heck's going to happen or who's calling in. Let's go to our independent line. And right. that's, of course, when I always called in, it was on the independent line because I was like a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's that's why I have a very specific volume button just for this computer. <laughs> so, Am I too loud? No, no, you're fine. No, but no, no. just in, in case, case somebody in starts case. going off the rails and going yeah. all kind. Oh right, you've got the mute button in yeah. case in case they start sounding like Mel Gibson or something. Right, in case you yes, start going exactly. all Kanye. <laughs> yeah, if you if you tell us that we have to suck it or whatever. Right. Oh, you meant the anti-Semitism. Yeah, that too. Right, that too. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I, he, of course, that's immediate <laughs> grounds for dismissal. Yes. Because I, I have an idea. Like, I'm speaking to somebody. Uh, I, I, don't, I've, I don't know much about Spike other than I always see his name inside of three <laughs> parentheses. The three parentheses? Yes, the echo. Yeah. yeah. Spike, 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 Spike. Oh. Now, I'm not so familiar with what the kids are talking about with the alt-right and stuff. I'm, I'm a, um, kind of, and, you know, I've been in Texas here for several years and have been live I've lived in Ron Paul's district and worked on some of his campaigns and I'm a big fan of Rand but a lot of the stuff that's coming up here with uh what's happened to the right in the last few years has been very confusing to me yeah right I think ideologically I'm a I think a small l libertarian they call it yes okay I I, I know that phrase well okay so I don't know, classical liberal, I guess you would say, but I can't even say the Fair word enough. liberal because people don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> right, 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 right. Which is why you have to add classical, which makes people think you're like an old liberal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, yeah, like I play means, an oboe right. or something right. in I, chamber music. I, I really like Beethoven, but I'm also a liberal. I'm also a liberal. I'm a liberal that's into Bach. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm a liberal, but I'm classy, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm um, a classy liberal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've been reaching out, trying to find people who are helping me explain or somehow navigate this, uh, this new environment, political environment, social environment. And, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to do because uh, I see a lot of people uh, in their ideological corner and I don't even understand their corner. I thought I used to understand the various corners. Right. Okay. Um, you know, I think a lot of, you know, I don't know who's left because I don't, if you're spouting uh, socialist 
stuff, communist stuff, I'm just like, well, okay, so you're not very liberal. And then I hear a lot of conservatives talking about how great protectionism is, and I'm like, I'm not, you're not very conservative. Not, no, I'm not, not really very conservative. That. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't even know what's up with down. I don't know who's Native American. I don't know who's <laughs> really, really black with John King. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm coming to you guys for help. Okay. Well, so, uh, oh, well, here you, you, you go first. Well, in in 2018, America. America here, 2018. Um, current year. Current year. Um, yes. What people are, apparently, is just kind of what they feel on that yep. one particular... There, there, is, there is a person in Tampa who was born, I believe, in Tampa, um, and was born a man, and identifies as a female islander pacific islander uh-huh. and lives lives her life as a pacific islander making poi or whatever and uh <laughs> listening to the drum music and all right like well what, what is their favorite instrument the ukulele right uh, yeah exactly what? uh you know she, lots of lots of fish and Pig cookouts, I guess. I don't. I honestly don't really know. Uh, that actually sounds like an amazing life. I, I, <laughs> I think I've been. Doing I would not this mind. Well. I was about to say I would not mind identifying that as, as, at all. But uh, right, I do feel like that's a slight when you identify with something and you're not actually something. That's not what you are, yeah. That yeah. That, that seems to be a, a disservice to the people who are actually that thing. And I don't even think in a whole lot of those terms. Right. Um, so I don't. I don't lead with oh, I'm Italian American. Right. Right. Because right. I don't think that says a whole lot about what political ideology I have. It doesn't say a whole lot about. It doesn't even say a whole lot about what I eat. I eat Mexican food here in South Texas most of the time. That's a good you know? call. Mexican yeah, food it, it in South really Texas say anything is great. About you as a person at all? Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I mean, because people try to get to the root of that sometimes, and I'm involved with some people who are very into that, and right. they're like, "Well, you know, you eat this kind of food, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I do." Like, we have certain traditions around the holidays and whatnot. I, I'm but, certain um, those are wonderful traditions it, as well. It doesn't uh, doesn't it doesn't mean a whole lot for where I am here in 2018 Texas. And I'm telling you, man, I'm like two generations deep in being American. And that's already enough to be like, yeah, the Italian thing. Okay. So we got some family over there, some aunts and uncles. We keep contact. We've even visited a couple times. Right. But, uh, that's not, uh, I'm not, I'm not even like, for instance, it's so explainable that I don't even need to search my DNA. Right. Like, I have enough family like history at my fingertips. There's not a huge swath of generations in between me, uh, my fam getting here and where I am right now. It's very explainable in like 30 seconds. Right. And, and yet, and yet I guess my family was like, you're here now and here is great. And, um, so I've sort of always taken that with me and, uh, that's been that's been kind of how I feel, and, and that doesn't guide my political decisions uh, whatsoever. And right, that, and that's that goes along with what I was saying earlier. Like, I I am a mutt based on 
Yes, I decided to call in right when you started explaining that. Right. I was like, you know what? That's so many people here. Right. And, and yet I feel like a lot of people are searching for answers in these types of studies and, and lineage, and I'm just like, bro, that doesn't explain it like, doesn't explain who where we are, are now. Right. It doesn't explain who you are. The only person that knows who you are is you, and if you believe in a creator, the creator. And... That's right. it. Anything else outside, you, you're not going to learn it from a test. You're not going to learn it from a DNA test. You're not going to learn it. Like, okay, so my great-grandfather, true story, my great-grandfather is one of the world's most renowned um, con men. Amazing con mm -hmm. men. He ripped off, he, well, he, he ripped off many places, but he, he kind of met his match with uh, the county of San Diego. Um, like, he was... Oh, hold up, hold up. Before we go any further, am I talking to Matt this or is Matt. Spike? This is Matt. This okay. is Matt. All right. Yeah. So he was he was a con man. He tried to rip off San Diego. He told him he'd be able to make it rain, and he did, and then San Diego flooded, and they refused to pay him, um, which was like $10,000 <laughs> in the early 1900s. So, I mean, do the math on inflation. But um, So he was either a banker or, or a tent revivalist or, uh, right. like, or both? He uh like he was a rainmaker. That was that was his profession. And um Oh, oh he meant literally make it rain. Yeah, literally make it rain. Oh, I thought you were using the kids' vernacular no, no. make it rain. Oh no. wow, you meant actual rain. Actually make it rain. There's a movie about him. Um but uh like yeah, he was a con man. Anybody that thinks that they can make it rain obviously is a con man. Right. I do not look at that and go, Well, I've got con man blood coursing right. through these veins. So obviously <laughs> I am a con man. No, I see it as, yeah, my great my great grandfather was a con man. I'm right. still Matt, and I'm still like what I do is I sit here and I talk to this tiny little camera while talking to Spike about politics. Like this is this is what I I if you want me to make it rain, I probably won't because I don't want it to. Um, right, we're, we're sick of rain. We're sick of rain. No more rain. Yeah, we get we get a lot year. of it this time of year. Um, like. Anything that a DNA test is going to show me isn't going to explain who I am any better than what I already know. I have zero um, question on yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely not. And if I were to try and search for that, I'd be very confused. All I hear from my extended family is how great uh, the Clintons were and everything was better when the Clintons were in charge. And uh, that's, that's, that's where, if I were to sort of try and explain my my ideology in terms of who my uh extended family were i'd be extremely confused and distraught right because i'd right. be like man i'm a horrible patron i'm a terrible <laughs> democrat patron yeah uh well cameron thank you so much for calling in man um yeah, yeah it's great to talk to you guys thanks for having me it was a fun yeah, little anytime. diversion for my night yeah man uh any anytime we're on the air i think we're gonna be having this up uh, also, election day. If you want to uh, call in and give us a play-by-play -play oh, yeah. on uh, Ted yeah. Cruz, I'd first love to beta. talk about that. In fact, I'm about to go watch right now Ted Cruz debate the Beto O'Rourke. Ah. Oh, cool, excellent. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll let, I'll, I'll uh, let you know how it goes. I'll report back to you. Appreciate. Yes, that. please do. Thanks again. All right. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right. Have a good night. All right. You too. You too. So, so one thing he brought up and we didn't talk about was the you know how you know you can't even tell the difference between left and right and you know that they're advocating the same thing. That's another part of the whole. There's so little daylight between what Republicans and Democrats are pushing at this point that it really is less and less about any actual policy, and it. it's really all to do about which side you culturally identify with. 
and uh, it, it has nothing to do with any kind of you know. It, it's not about it. It's not about philosophy. You know, political philosophy at this point. It's it's I like red. I like blue team. You know, and it's it's and it's stupid, which is why, and it's why they're getting increasingly violent because it has nothing to do with any kind of real differences of opinion as opposed to just I don't like those people. Um, and I want government to hurt those people and not hurt me. Right. Um, and so, I mean, that's that's sort of what Hillary was speaking to with her with her incivility thing. Right. So. Um, hang on one second. Let's. We're, we're, okay. So we 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 talked about the horse. We talked about. Oh. Uh, so Donald Trump. Um, he's been winning big, as we've been saying. Except uh, he, uh, like the tax cuts, everybody was very happy about. Everybody was right. Everybody was very happy about tax cuts. Well, not everybody, but you know, people who like having money, more money, uh, <laughs> they, they were happy about the tax cuts. Um, but the the government did something um, that many American families have trouble doing. Anytime that, uh, like, let's say somebody loses a job or you're, you're in a, you're in a family and uh, one of the parents loses the job and the income uh, stops coming in. Uh, The government failed. It has been failing to uh, curtail their spending to meet the new, to meet the uh, new income levels. And uh, the deficit is starting to skyrocket. Right, right. I, think, I mean, it's never actually. We haven't had. Well, I mean, skyrockets kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we're reaching new levels of skyrocket every right. every couple of years, but it's never. The people will say, "Oh, the deficit went down," but what that really means is the amount of money that had to be borrowed went up, went down, like new money that had to be oh, borrowed, right, right, right. but the actual debt continues to go up. Um, so if I, if I, you know, had a, had a, uh, $500 shortfall last month and only a $250 shortfall this month, my deficit went down, but I still owe $750 more than I did two months ago. Um, so it's the same thing. And, uh, you know, neither side gives a crap about the deficit unless they're not in charge. And then all of a sudden they're deficit hawks. And as soon as they get into office, they're, you know, they're doing the same thing. And it's, it's a, it's a big Rope a dope. At this point, we're borrowing the, money on on the backs of our children and our grandchildren. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it's at this point, the entire concept of debt and taxes has been flipped on its face. So it used to be that the way government financed things was through taxation, right? And they would borrow money in the short term or when they had shortfalls. Now we're in a stage of new money theory, which is basically that. The government is increasingly paying for things not with taxes, but by simply having the Federal Reserve or in other countries, their central bank, uh, print out endless reams of money that they spend. But here's the thing about the reality of economics is that if you just endlessly print out money, it eventually becomes worthless. We're seeing that in Venezuela. It happened in Zimbabwe uh, and places like that. In the U.S., what is they're Zimbabwe doing the place that they had the million dollar bill. Yeah, they yeah it reached a point where like in the black market where money was actually being exchanged, 
the entire GDP of Zimbabwe couldn't buy a loaf of bread at one point or some ridiculous thing. Like, I mean, their, their money was just literally worthless. Right. And we saw it with the Weimar Republic in Germany before uh, Hitler came into power. It was part of what brought Hitler into power was that you, a wheelbarrow of, of uh, Deutschmarks or whatever they were called couldn't buy anything. Like, I mean, it, so the way the U.S. is, keep, the federal government, U.S. federal government is keeping that from happening is, so now taxation is really just a tool to force you to continue using dollar bills. Because they don't accept tax, they don't accept your tax payment in anything other than U.S. Federal Reserve notes, uh, dollar bills, and now they'll take your house if you don't pay, yep. but it'll be at a much higher rate. You know, you can pay them the thousand dollars you owe them, or they can take you know twenty thousand dollars worth of property after years of harassing you. You know, and it's your choice. So most people choose just giving them the money. By having to pay them in U.S. dollars, that means you have to receive money in U.S. dollars and you have to use U.S. dollars. Doing that continues to give that U.S. dollar at least some value and legitimacy, which allows them to print out endless reams of it and it still be accepted uh, for use. This is horrific Keynesian economics. It is, it is, uh, 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 it's a great way to create massive uh, generational poverty uh, both by uh, devaluing the, the the value of the dollar and and by and in doing so driving up the cost of of basic goods and services, which in uh, uh, disproportionately hurts the people whose you know the, the the more of a percentage of your income goes towards basic goods and services, the more that's going to affect you. Um, and so it's just a, it's it's horrific spending. It's why the gap between rich and poor continues to go up, and it's going to keep happening. And uh, and people are going to keep voting for government to give them stuff because of that gap widening, right. which causes the gap to widen further. It's just, it's just terrible policy. It's it's just yet another example of why government is bad. <laughs> and I I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, right? But there was an eight hundred billion dollars spending bill that was passed. Yeah, yeah, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks yep. ago. Okay, so two weeks ago, and I was talking to one of our one of our listeners that lives here in the area, and um, I said, "Yeah, but you know, the GOP just passed this eight hundred dollar billion eight hundred billion dollar spending bill," and right. he he is he's a right winger. Um, he's a right winger, but he came out and immediately. He said that um, uh, he's like I believe that that eight hundred billion will come back so much better than it would under any other president, which is what they all say. Which is that's what, what all, yeah anybody yeah that's what they all say. Personally, if you if if you're cutting taxes, that means you have less money coming in. You have to cut the spending. That's the only way about it. You can't keep passing spending bills. You can't keep passing these balloon budget bills. These omnibus budgets. You can't, right. you can't keep doing it because you are, if you don't have the money coming in, which thank you for that, don't take it. Yeah, Let, don't take the don't money. Don't take the money. That's not the problem. No. The problem isn't less theft. The no. problem is we don't need more theft. The new way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now you're just passing it along to somebody else because, yeah, oh yeah, Donald Trump cut taxes. So, you know, we all have more money in our pocket. Right. But the next guy who's going to have all of this debt that was created over these yeah. eight years is now going to yeah. have to jack prices up 
and everybody's going to be looking at a 30, uh, $30 trillion, $40 trillion deficit, and yeah. they're going to go, well, the only way to do this is start taxing the rich more, and then the rich leave, and then we slowly, quickly, surely start falling into this socialist, I was going to say paradise, but I mean, there's no such thing. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's just, there's no way, there's no way this ends well, except for you need to cut spending and you need to stop passing spending bills. There, right. there is no other option. Right. So exactly. And, and, and it, it, yes, the, the final bill gets passed on to future generations. The inflation that comes from the, from the, endless reams of, of, of money being printed out and the constant devaluation of the, of the dollar and, and, and price inflation. A lot of people don't, re- that gets passed on to us immediately. A lot of people don't realize uh, the natural state of the economy is not inflationary. It's right. expansionary. It, it creates wealth. But uh, up until the Federal Reserve, uh, the inflation rate in the United States was effectively zero for like a century. Yep. Um, I think there were times where you would see inflation, but then you would see deflation. So you'd see inflation during war, and then you'd see deflation when it ended. So it would be a temporary thing. Um, inflation didn't become a, a, as a as a static, you know, sort of constant thing that is always happening, where you're just trying to slow the rate of inflation. That didn't start until the Federal Reserve. Inflation is actually a byproduct. In fact, the, the inflation is not the the actual term for inflation. That inflation is not the actual growth of the price of things. Inflation is the inflation of the money supply, and the byproduct of that inflation is price inflation. Is the is the price going up? And it's become so synonymous in our economy. We all just assume it's this thing. Well, you know, there's people are spending more money, so more money is you know it costs more money for that. That's not how inflation works. Inflation is going up because there is an ever-increasing number of dollars with no increase, no corresponding increase in value. Um, And that's why governments are scared to death of cryptocurrency, because if we divorce ourselves from the taxed economy, and if we divorce ourselves from the the U.S. dollar and, and the dollars that are used to fund government, they're not going to be able to fund government right. because A, it's going to be harder to get that wealth from us in the first place. And B, who's going to take their dollar bills that they're printing out to pay for all this stuff if it's you know basically worthless? And that's what happens in places like Zimbabwe and stuff like that. So it reaches a point where you know we're talking about taxation. It becomes confiscation. They're not just saying, hey, you got to pay this bill. They're taking your house. They're taking your car. They're taking anything they can. And that causes the economy to collapse even further because then they flood the market with all this stuff they just stole to, to sell to people who just had their stuff stolen. I mean, it's, it's how things crumble. Um, and, and it's all because we are in forced association with each other. We are forced into this, you know, where we get robbed, whether we like it or not, and we get uh, we get, you know, uh, uh, yeah, kidnapped if we do, you know, things that the state doesn't like, whether we like it or not. And, you know, people are murdered overseas in our names, whether we like it or not. But we are allowed to vote on the fringes of what government can do for us and against other people or vice versa, which creates this adversarial position between us and our fellow Americans that we're, you know, supposedly united as one with. 
And and it, it's, it's so instead, everyone just votes for you know when they're not busy trying to vote to hurt the other side, they're all voting for everyone to get free stuff. And it you know it is what it is. It is what it is. So please stop spending money. Just stop. Just stop. We don't just need go it. home. We just <laughs> go home. Everyone in Washington D.C. Go go home, Congress. You're drunk. Go home, Congress, and <laughs> abol- abolish the Supreme Court Ab- and Congress. In the White House, at least I, you know, I like J.C. Lord's idea. Give it four years. Four years of no government, no president, no Congress, no whatever, and just see. Just give us time to heal. And if at the end of four years we go, no, nah, no, nah, I don't like this at all. I like being told what to do and being robbed. Then we can go back to it. Yeah, I like. I think I, that's fair. I think it's fair. Seems fair. I'm okay with it. You know, sometimes after a breakup, you need to have. Some exactly. You need some time to find out who you are as a person. Exactly. You need some healing time. You right. need healing time. Exactly. Speaking of Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Speaking of Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Real quick, you can got- you check? Uh, can you check the YouTube page? Oh no! Is something wrong with the YouTube? Uh oh! Video is unavailable. It says. Yeah, that's kind now of... it's saying the page isn't working. Yep, that's what I was getting. What is YouTube down? I don't, I don't know if YouTube's down or if um our YouTube is down. Um... No, I think YouTube's down. Okay. Because when you go, yeah, when you go to YouTube, it just like no videos come up. Okay. Well, as long as oh, yeah, no, it's it's all right. That's bizarre. Yeah, because I'm in as as me. I'm not even in as as muddied waters. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, are you? Yeah. So, all of the YouTube is down. All of the YouTube is down. Yeah, because I'm in. That? I'm in as us, and it just kept saying the page isn't working, and I was like, uh oh. Um. And I, <laughs> so soon. Um. <laughs> we already been deplatformed. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, you know, I earlier I had somebody trying to get into my. Facebook and I thought that oh, we may right, have, yeah. yeah. So I, I was concerned. Um, so yeah, um, Stormy Daniels. Yeah, YouTube's not working. I just pulled it up in another in another browser where I'm not logged in. It's not working. Okay, okay well that makes me feel better. Sorry, YouTube. So, um, get your crap together, Google. Yeah, damn it, Google. Just trying to get it all. Pick it all up. Put it in a backpack. Get your crap together. Get it together. We're trying to build a brand here. Exactly. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Uh, guys, for those who don't know, I don't know how you don't know, but uh, Michael if Av- you don't know. Michael Avenetti placed a bet on a horse and lost. Stormy Daniels <laughs> is... Uh, so she's a former or current... She is either a porn actress or a former porn actress. Or a former. Although I think porn actresses are like Marines. You never retire. Yeah. Jenna Jameson may... Jenna Jameson and Kobe Ty may go on to be in multiple, multiple movies throughout their careers. Yeah. But they will always... They'll always be porn actresses. They'll always be porn actresses. In in here where it matters. And if Uh, if, if you're in your early 20s, Jenna Jameson and Kobe Ty... They were porn actresses in the late they '90s, early actresses. 2000s. I don't know anything about that, but uh, <laughs> uh, Stormy Daniels 
was a porn actress or is a porn actress. And apparently when uh, Donald Trump was married to Melania, uh, he had a soiree with her and they had sex and he had her sign a contract saying she'd never tell anyone about it. And she's alleging that he, 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 he had her sign this contract. Although at this point, I don't even think he's disputing that anymore. It's, it's pretty, anyway, I I feel as though the NDA was real. Yeah. I, I think, I think, uh, I think it happened. And so, so, so she signs this thing. He gives her, I don't know, a hundred and something thousand, some, some, some amount of money, not a lot. It's like six figures, not a lot to him. And so he gave her this money and then, either just before or just after he was elected, she comes out and says all this that happened. And and he says, no, it's not true. It's garbage. And then she says, I'm going to tell. And he said, you signed a thing that you wouldn't tell. And, and then, uh, uh, and so she sues with her attorney, Michael Avenatti, Michael Avenatti, Michael Avenatti, who is uh, partially responsible for Brett Kavanaugh being on the Supreme court. Um, so he, they sue, and in the uh, either before or during the the lawsuit, Trump tweets something saying that she's a con artist or it's a con job or something. Right. So then they sue him for defamation, which I don't think I ever saw anyone argue that that was going to work because he's a political figure. By attacking a political figure you have de facto entered into the political slash public realm and the rules are way different when it comes to defamation, especially in politics. Um, and so, uh, what, yesterday? Um, was that yesterday or today? Was that yesterday? No, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was a big day yesterday. Big day yesterday. Um, yesterday man, and Trump's got to be a little... He can't be a little mad about this, actually. Whenever you winning against a porn actress on defamation to be overshadowed by a white woman proving that she's white. That she's really white. And she's really white. Um, you're... And you want to space your wins out so right. they don't all happen at once. You want people to savor, you want to be able to savor your wins. So there's a few reasons for him to be mad. But right. so, the, the, so they had sued him for defamation and the judge threw that part of the lawsuit out and said that uh, uh, Trump is in, Trump, Trump's attorney is entitled to have to bill them for the attorney's fees. Yes. So that's a big that's a that's a that's, that's a, a big win. That's a big win for that's a big win for Trump. I want. I hope that he vetted whatever attorney he has now much more than he did his last. Michael Cohen. <laughs> Good old Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen. Who has pled guilty and left the Republican Party. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I'm just glad to not. And it reached a point where people were just using the last name, which is common. You know, we say Trump. We right. say Trump. We say Avenatti. We say Daniels. We say Clinton. Do we just say Daniels? No, is- you're right. We say Stormy. We Daniels. say Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels, right. but but Avenatti would say um, Clinton, and we'll say Bush, right? And then we say Cohen. And so I go on Facebook, and I say, "Oh, Cohen is an idiot." 
Cohen is jerk. Oh, Cohen. Cohen's a lying douchebag. And, and, you know, I guess when, you know, your last name's right. That's, I, I think, a little bit more common of a last name. People have last names like Smith and Jones and Brown and King and Sawyer and Johnson and, you know, whatever. Right. Maybe they just get used to that. And it's like, oh, well, you know, everyone has that last well, name. I'm not okay. used to that. So th- this is what I'm going to. People with the last name Cohen, when when people with the last name Cohen get in trouble with the law, normally, and I'm going out on a limb here, <laughs> it's going to be for rather large incidences. It's going to be that's the thing. Bank, it's not for petty theft. It's right. for like it's like bank fraud, fraud. We shoot for the moon. Yeah. We shoot for the stars. Embezzling. Things like that. <laughs> yeah. When the somebody made off level stuff. Yeah, exactly. When, when somebody with the last name Wright gets in trouble. Possession. Petty theft. <laughs> DUI. DUI. Right. I'm just going through my list right now. <laughs> I was uh, going <laughs> When I get arrested. When I get arrested. Um, you know, think... Things of those natures, you know, maybe maybe a trespassing uh, on government property because the battlefield in Manassas, Virginia, shouldn't be off limits at night. Um, things like that. That only seems fair. That right. only seems fair. I mean, that's just that's just the way I. They see died it. for our freedoms. I'm told. That's so. that's what I hear. And you know, if I want to go to the battlefield and smoke pot with my friends, I should be allowed to. That's what thought this was America. <laughs> That's That's what they were fighting for in the second battle of Manassas. For me to smoke pot with my friends. For you to smoke pot. Yeah. It's for everyone. I'm told, we have to honor the troops. They fought for our freedom. Okay, well, then I'm free. No, 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 you're not. You're not free. Especially if you smoke pot here after dark. Yeah. Then you're you're definitely not going to be free. Um, Be here at night or smoke weed. That doesn't sound very free at all. That sounds like the opposite of freedom. Sounds like the opposite of freedom. <laughs> Are you uh, sure they died for that? Because I don't seem very free. I, yeah, I, no, I, that's a good way to look at it, though, because at least if the Cohen's doing something bad, it's big bad. It's not. It's oh, not yeah. you know they're, robbed robbed the uh, convenience store. Or right, whatever. It's like, if if a Cohen is getting arrested, big deal. Hundreds of thousands of dollars are passing hands. Nice. As opposed to when a right gets arrested, it's probably zero dollars has passed hands and maybe a case of beer was involved. Right. So I'm okay. Okay. Well, then thank you for making me feel better. I feel better. About well, I'm, gl- I'm glad. I'm glad I made you feel better. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, our live stream caused YouTube to crash. I'm just going to say it. Like, we crashed the internet. We crashed. We crashed YouTube, which means we crashed Google. I mean, that take that Google yeah. <laughs> for purging. Speaking of purges, speaking of purges, um, also watch that Google. I watched the first purge back to last week. I watched the first purge. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this week, because uh, you know Brian, our our, our wonderful Brian Wolf. Uh, cor- Brian cor- Wolf, correspondent Brian Wolf. Uh, I watched the first Purge, um, and out of the Purge movies, it's the worst Purge movie in my personal. That's opinion. the newest one, That's right? The, the newest. Purge? The first Purge is the newest Purge. Um, 
it, it was not my favorite, but I, I am now going to begin working on the uh, mini series that is out. Uh, but the first three movies are awesome. Love them. I mean, they're campy and cheesy and awful, but they're great. Right, right, right. This one, this one I was not a huge fan of. But other purges that have been happening. Yes. So this purge in particular. Thank you. My lovely assistant has brought me strawberries. Thank you. Oh, lovely assistant. I need a lovely you're, assistant. You're so lovely and assisting. Thank you. I need a lovely um, assistant. So Facebook and I guess Google and Twitter as well, they went through like 500 different mostly libertarian and anarchist leaning pages um, and, uh, and, you know, purged them, got rid of them ostensibly because some, they weren't uh, they were spamming with fake news or they were not giving their IDs or something like that. And, 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 and here's the thing, cause it's, you know, as libertarians, we believe in private property rights and in the right of businesses to associate and disassociate as they please. Where we're getting into here with social media is that a, well, really, it's not even an A. Facebook in particular is, is, is working with a group called the Atlantic Council, which is essentially a quasi-government organization that polices the internet for what's right and wrong. And they're using guidance, quote-unquote, from the Atlantic Council to tell them whether or not to you know, allow stuff on their, on their venue. They can do that. But that coupled with, you know, um, Mark Zuckerberg going to Congress and them giving him a hard time about stuff, it just, it, it reeks of, you know, sort of this corporatist... Collusion. Yeah, collusion. And, and, and so there's definitely a government aspect to it. And so that's why you're starting to see even libertarians that are calling for, you know, regulation to, you know, force Google to allow different opinions. Here's my thing. We are all arguing that government is forcing Google or forcing Facebook or, or encouraging Facebook or whatever is getting Facebook to censor us. What compelling reason do we have to think that if we give them more power, they will stop censoring us? Right. It's, it was the net neutrality argument where people were saying yes. we need the government to make sure that these companies don't start doing things that th nobody has ever done before. That's not true. One company had done it before. Right. One company had done it before. And that was, I believe it was T-Mobile. Because if you had T-Mobile, and this was a long time ago, because obviously T-Mobile, um, if you had T-Mobile, if you had T-Mobile service, I think you could watch YouTube without using your data plan. So they created a special highway just for YouTube on that. And that is where it all started from. That's where it stemmed from. And they were like, companies may start doing this. Obvious. But that, oh, no. <laughs> like what? Right. I mean, oh, free YouTube. Oh, my gosh. Like, right. I mean... And they were like, "Well, no, all data needs to be create needs to be made equal." Which, right? Okay, first of all, not all data is equal. 
Not all data is like, equal. Right now, at this very moment, the number one things being watched, well, not YouTube, because they're down. But normally, down. yeah, at this time, it's YouTube, Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, and this show. Those are those are the four biggest things on the internet at this very moment. Um, right. Right. Um, so they... So they were like, okay, well, no, all data needs to be treated equally. So that means that even though these four sites composed of 36% of all internet traffic at this time of day during the primetime hours, they said, no, uh, all data needs to be treated equally. And then the FCC was put in charge to make sure that they were going to do this. And it came in and nothing really changed. Like nothing really happened. And then uh, Trump came in and he goes, no, I'm going to get rid of this. Get rid of that. I'm going to get rid of this. And um, everybody on the left lost their minds. And We're all going to die. We're all going to die. There's going to be no more internet. We're not going to be able to watch the Muddied Waters of Freedom live stream anymore, which at the time it wasn't that reliable anyway. So, um, <laughs> But now, nowadays Still I can't. working on yeah, but nowadays I can understand why you'd be a little bit more. Yeah, no, that's a frightening thing. That is a frightening thing. Um, and I remember I was, I, was, I was out in San Diego and I was talking about net neutrality and somebody said, you're for net neutrality, correct? And I was like, no, we need to get rid of that. And they're like, no, Trump wants to get rid of that. And I was like, I know. It's okay. He can be right every once in a while. Right. It's fine. It's okay. And they said, I... I just I can't trust it because Trump likes it, right? I know, same face. And this is somebody that I truly care about. Um, right. I have a great story about her that one day I might share. Um, and I said, "So you don't like Trump?" No. Okay. You understand that with net neutrality, he is in charge of the internet. Is in charge of the internet, exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah. And by giving it back to the companies, well, I just. I just have a feeling it's whatever he's doing. It's for bad. I love you. You're a great friend of mine, but no, not in this case. This well, is like when they, are, they argued against the tax cuts, and it was like, I demand Donald Trump take my money. Like I, it's just you know, give it to him. Give that money to Donald Trump. Just, all of you, you. He bastards. will accept like, it. I promise. Yeah, he will accept I, it. Yeah, you are free to give all of your money to Donald Trump. Right. He will definitely take your money. I can tell you that right now. Yes. But yeah, so that exactly. It's the same type of argument. And it's a similar argument to really anything that people advocate for government to get involved in that they ruined. Uh, education is terrible. Our government run education is terrible. We need to give more money to government for education. The government is allowing illegals to flood into our country and flout our laws. We need to give government more power to suddenly not do that. Right. And it's, it, it's, it's, you know, it's like the broken window theory in reverse. <laughs> if there's not a broken window, give money to government and they'll break it for you. And and uh, uh, it's just it's it's it's. It, I am very sympathetic to the argument that Facebook is increasingly not a private entity. That is a reason to deregulate the internet so that it's even easier for the next Facebook, the next Twitter, the next Google, the next YouTube, the next whatever to get out there and to deregulate everything. Right. You know, remove licensing and whatever else is needed so that people can so more more providers can can enter the market 
and they're not, and, and then Facebook's not necessary. Google's not yes necessary. I think even just with the status quo, Facebook's going to get old, guys. Like it's it's got an amazing run that it's had, but MySpace I, was as far was, as as far as social media goes, Facebook's Facebook has paved new goals for every for every social media outlet in the future. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and as as did MySpace and as did Friendster, Friendster and 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 uh uh you know, Twitter is kind of uh, uh um stagnated somewhat over the last year or so, but it did a lot. In fact, so much of what Facebook has taken on it got from Twitter. Facebook has really just merged some of the best parts of other social media, which is what has kept it going. Facebook is unrecognizable from even six, seven years ago. That's going to play out at some point. Uh, It's going to get replaced with something else. When you push for government to be more involved in something because of a fear of something that government is doing, that's laughable. Like that's that you're you're saying it would be like this person's going to beat me up. I need to hire him to stop anyone from beating me up. Like it's just it's what do you think's going to happen? And right. it's it's maddening to watch many people that are libertarians out of an understandable anger. Like the Free Thought Project was an amazing page. Um punk uh, rock, cop block. Punk rock libertarians was run punk by rock somebody libertarians. I knew. Yeah, these are like amazing pages that were gotten rid of for the stupidest of reasons. And it's not going to end there. They're going to they're going to keep purging. I actually hope not our page of course, but I actually hope that every single page that took my meme without <laughs> the, I I hope that they that they go too far and that it triggers people leaving. Uh enough people leaving that a new thing can be formed that's viable. Um because the sooner this blows up in Facebook's face or they reverse track and go, okay, you know what? We're not going to do that. The sooner that happens, the better. The more you inject government into it, the less market forces are able to influence positive change from a company. If, 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 because I can tell you right now, if government gets involved and says, well, we're going to tell you who you can and can't allow. Facebook will go, okay, but you have to do that. You know, we want you to do this and this and this and this to entrench our dominance and make right. sure that we never go away. So now you've gotten rid of it. You've made it even harder for there to be a, a potential replacement for Facebook. And now the government's going to decide whether you're allowed to be on Facebook or not. Right. And for all the, um, for all the backlash that we give MySpace, all the times that we make fun of it, Tom gave us everything we wanted. Tom never failed us. Tom, he gave us timelines in order. He allowed us to make the page look however we wanted. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was teaching us coding. Yeah, I liked using my HTML skills on uh, yeah. on MySpace. He never deleted an account. Tom gave us everything, and we, we just... No, no. We're going with the young Harvard dropout. Shout out to the dropouts, but we, uh, now Tom to his, you know, Tom didn't, it wasn't a happy, it wasn't a sad ending for Tom. It was not a sad ending. Right at the peak of MySpace, what was it, News Corp bought it? I think News Corp bought it. Uh, no, and, R- Rupert Murdoch. 
Yeah, News Corp. Okay, was that News Corp? Yeah, yeah, Rupert okay. Murdoch, uh, Fox News, Sky News, all that stuff is is News Corp. That's the main company, um, the uh, Wall Street Journal and all that. Um, yeah, News Corp bought it for however hundred millions that they bought it for, yeah, it was billions, insane. whatever. Yeah. So he's Tom's good. Tom's doing well. Maybe maybe we ought to reach out to Tom to make the new the thing to replace Facebook. With we'll the, call it Tom Book. Tom Book, with the vast audience that we have here. <laughs> the muddy waters of freedom. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna make a movement here. Yeah, uh, start Tom book. Matandis um, followed by Tom book. Yeah, Mat- hashtag Matandis. Hashtag, hashtag Matandis. Hashtag Tom book. Somebody must know Tom, or know somebody who knows Tom. I want Tom. I want to be friends with Tom again. I won't delete you this time, Tom. I never deleted Tom. I I definitely deleted Tom. How do you delete Tom? He's just smiling. He, I mean, you know, I'm sitting there at the computer just smiling. Um, because I always felt like Tom was watching me. And, I mean, everybody could. I had a very public profile, much like I do. Right. But for some reason, I didn't like that. I was well, like, he was smiling at you, so. Well, yeah, and he knew what I was doing on MySpace. He knew what but I was But it turns doing. out he didn't care, and he was okay with he that. He was fine with it. And, Tom, we took we took you for granted, Tom. We love you, Tom. We love you, Tom. We miss you. Tom, please come back. After, after 13, 14 years of Mark Zuckerberg, we want Tom back. We want Tom back. <laughs> we, want Tom. we want Tom back. Make Tom great again. <laughs> we here at the Muddy Waters of Freedom would like to take <laughs> a moment to just ask all of our listening and viewing public to hashtag make Tom great again. Make Tom great again. Did we miss anything? I think we got everything. We crashed YouTube. That's intense. I'm willing I'm willing to bet that when I started having the issues on my side, it was when YouTube went down and the streaming service that we use for both of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It glitched and it was trying to figure out what to do. Cuz it never happened before. Right. But they've never dealt with us before. That's true. That's true. Mess with the bull, get the horns. That's what I'm saying. That'll show you if it, that that one's for free thought project. YouTube, That's thankfully f- Google Hangouts is still working. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I started getting real nervous for a little bit. I was like, "Am I going to lose everything today?" Don't just just you know, Hangouts is good. Hangouts doesn't ban anyone now. I don't think. Um, not to the best of my knowledge, but maybe. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, you got anything else? I don't. So, guys, thank you again for joining us. Oh, uh, tune in tomorrow night. I will have Lou Sander on my show. Old Lou Sander. Lou Sander. Where we're going to pretend that that first episode didn't happen because it was horrible. <laughs> Lou was great, but I was still very nervous yeah. and had no idea how to use OBS. Right. I, and so we're going we're gonna to redo that. That wasn't a real first episode. Yes. And there, there is not going to be... A writer's block this week because oh, no. I was supposed to record one yesterday, ah. but my medical issue that I was sending you pictures of um, yes. kept me from being able to do that. It's his eye, by the way. For anybody, guys. yeah. Because um, that sounded different. <laughs> yes, it, it wasn't anything <laughs> like that. It was not, there was no privates. Right, but, and uh, it, was just, it was just the eye. And I was thinking about going live, but I have a different 
medical issue that I'm hopefully getting fixed on Thursday, so I won't nice. be able to go live on that. Won't be able to go live, so I'm just going to be uh, taking this week off okay. um, from that. But uh, next week, coming back, coming back strong. Coming back strong for writer's block on Thursday. Yes. And then, of course, always uh, this, show this show on Tuesday. On Tuesday. So I will see you guys tomorrow night uh, on My Fellow Americans. Yes. And in the meantime, have a great night. And where we're going... We don't need roads. Sound. Ain't got time to snooze, I put my feet on the ground And I head to the shower, then I avoid the mirror There's a man who lives inside there who just points out all my fears Like, is this who you wanna be? I wanna be There's gotta be a better me than the one in front of me I got big ideas, I got big dreams I got a big head, thick skin and passion Bursting at the scene, been working 9 to 5 just to make ends meet Then I'm rapping 6 to 2 just so that I can breathe Try to sleep before I rinse and repeat. I've got some big ideas. I've got some sweet dreams in my heart. I've got so much love I don't want to
I don't know 